0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome in. Welcome back. The Tuesday edition of All Canadian. We are back. Wade Zanketa, Connor O'Neill. Huge weekend in the OUA. Huge weekend in the CFL. Playoff implications all the hell over the place. Man, what a freaking weekend. And we have a ton of news and notes to get to.
1: Yeah, lots, 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 lots going on. Uh, Including Sawyer Bittner being someone's Halloween costume.
0: Hell yeah! Not just, not Let's just go! Someone, keep it running! Not just someone. The sideline reporter who conducted the interview then turned around and dressed up as the interview for Halloween, only this time she was Sawyer. So that was amazing. That was phenomenal.
1: I think you mean to say that she dressed up as the mayor of Moose Jaw? Sorry, yes. The mayor of Moose Jaw. Sorry, Bittner. Uh other news and notes, though, Elks do ink Nick Arbuckle to an extension through next year, meaning their third-round draft pick becomes a second, so the Argos gave up Argo Arbuckle for a second. Uh, I am excited for this, except I just saw a video of him wearing one glove on his throwing hand and no glove on his <laughs> non-throwing hand, so I hope he absolutely crashes and burns until he learns
0: to not to wear a throwing glove hand. hand. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Taking some inspiration from the Crosstown rival, but I've got some gripes right now with Edmonton. I have a lot of issues. Quarterbacking was not the issue. It wasn't. Trevor Harris was playing good football. Maybe there was some stuff going on in the locker room, but we can't talk about that from an outside perspective because we weren't in there. We don't know what's happening. Maybe the team was gravitating away from Harris. Sure, fine. But he was playing good football. He was playing good football. He was the best quarterback on your roster. Fine, I'm fine that maybe you as a franchise said, okay, it's time to move on. That's fine. That happens across every league. But quarterbacking is not the issue here for Edmonton. It's play calling and it's leadership from the front office. The play calling this year has been subpar. They're one of the worst, if not the worst, actually they are the worst red zone football team in the CFL. They stick. They stick. They can't convert in the red zone. And all I've heard from Brock Sunderland is finger-pointing and blaming. I've heard him take absolutely no accountability through any of this, none. He has not once come forward and said, you know what, some of this is on me. Because some of it is. And good leaders, good GMs, even if they don't believe it, they will show up in front of media and say, yeah, some of this is on me. Brock Sunderland has not done that. Quarterbacking is not the issue. I'm fine with Arbuckle coming in and being the quarterback of the potential future for the Elks. Quarterbacking was not the issue, and I'm fine with them moving on from Harris, but I want accountability on the play calling, which has been terrible, and I want accountability from the GM, and And that's my rant.
1: It's not going to get any better either, because let's face it, Jamie Elizondo has a massive playbook that he tries to use every single goddamn corner of the margins of every single week. So Arbuckle has to come in, learn a huge playbook, learn every single detail of this playbook because it's not just going to be a week by week. Here's what we're going to use a lot of this week. We're going to use every single play available and it just becomes too much. It becomes too overwhelming for an offense. Yes, it's the pros, but let's face it. Everyone has their limits. Like you can't expect someone to learn 400 plays, 300 plays, like have a smaller playbook. If you have hundred plays, but there's variations off of each one, that's fine. Tag the variations. Don't make it a completely different play. Just use tags instead of just going with 400 plays. Like I've seen big playbooks, but we know that his is like another step up from that. And it's not going to help our buckle in this late year anyways. So it's going to be another point the finger at the quarterback when really it's head coach and GM that need to step up. And on the fans showing up piece, what's the NFL franchise that we see fans not really happy with? Uh, the Texans, who are also a dumpster fire because of their ownership. And that ownership has just gone through GM after GM after GM. Sunderland has the ownership role as the GM though in Edmonton. So he kind of takes on that responsibility. I, I'm piggybacking back in your
0: rant. I'm sick. I'm sick. That's all I can say, but we'll move off of this for now because if I keep talking about it any longer, you're going to see me get real hot, hotter than I am. Here's what we'll talk about.
1: Here's what we will talk about though. Jacob Zott. uh, We forgot another Halloween costume because the hot gut got it. Oh,
0: that was amazing.
1: Jacob Zott matched Bob Wiley's hut, gut and cane and beard with one of everything on his own. Uh, The priceless, Imitation from an offensive lineman to his position coach in Ottawa. Uh, I loved it. I, I liked everything about the Bob Wiley content.
0: Oh, man. It's it's not quite the Sawyer Bittner costume. Like, that was another level of creativity. But Jacob Zock, going with the Bob Wiley hut gut, it's like 1A, 1B for me. There's no 1 and 2. It's 1A, 1B. They're both phenomenal. Those are great costumes. But let's stay in Ottawa here because another team – GM issues. A little bit of issues over the season as well. I mean, that's being nice. We've been mean enough to Ottawa throughout the season already, but I on like TSN twelve four, 4 I love this. On TSN, I almost spoiled it because I was trying to get it all mixed up. On TSN 1200, Dwayne Ford comes out and says, I would be interested in the GM job over there in Ottawa. Pretty wild. This is exciting. This is
1: really exciting. I mean, if he does... Take this job. I am going to be so amped, so fired up. I mean, TSN and CFR are going to have to find another guy to do play-by-play. Um, Marsh might Marshall. lose his best friend. Marsh might <laughs> lose his best friend, though. That's what I'm saying. Uh, no, I, I'm so excited for this uh, opportunity. If Dwayne Ford's seriously a contender and he's open to it and they reach out, this feels like it's, it's a good
0: fit all around. With Dwayne Ford going on TSN 1200, Ottawa Radio, and saying, I would be interested... They have to be picking up the phone right freaking now. Gowdy has to be you have picking up the phone you have and to call. calling him. You have to. You have to call. Doesn't you mean you're going through the full process.
1: Yeah. have a conversation about it, at least. Yes.
0: If you hear that on your own local TSN radio station, you hear that in Ottawa on TSN 1200, which is local to Ottawa, you hear Dwayne Ford saying, yes, I would be interested in being the GM of your team. You have to at least do your due diligence. I agree.
1: Kick the tires. Uh, Josh Palmer also shout out big time Moss for his first career NFL touchdown this weekend. What a play Uh, for the chargers. He just, I think it was Jalen Mills. He just went up and said, "Uh, my ball. Thank you. But let's uh, move on now to our players of the week. So that you guys aren't waiting too long for this offensively. We've waited for this one. I think we, we expected this one to come much sooner in the year. Trey Ford, Waterloo Warriors, 290 yards passing, three touchdowns, 97 extra on the ground. My Lord, what a game.
0: Trey Ford balled out. A lot of that, a lot of the scores, I should say, coming in the fourth quarter. We talked about it on the Monday recap. You guys can go back and check that out or listen. You can check it out on YouTube. It's on all of our podcast platforms. But yeah, he had a huge day. Big fourth quarter, 97 on the ground, three, in, three touchdowns in the air. 290. I mean, it was a matter of time, right? We were just kind of sitting, waiting for this breakout game, going, All right, when's he going to do it? When's he going to do it? He does it when it matters most, and it gets Waterloo into the playoffs. Don't
1: spoil the playoff picture too much, but we have Deontay Knight, the Western Mustangs. Big, big statement win. Started out with this guy just kind of, you know, scoring a touchdown like 50 seconds into the game. Uh, he finished with five tackles, two sacks, a fumble recovery, and that touchdown. Uh, hell of a game from him and the Western Mustangs as they won
0: sixty-six to nothing over the Windsor Lancers. Yeah, not afraid of the four hundred one trip. Not afraid at all. Dominant win, dominant game by Deontay Knight. No,
1: let's let's talk about this though. If yeah. Western is making the four hundred one trip, you need to be worried as the home team.
0: Yes. Yes. <laughs> You do, especially. I said it. I think I've said it like three times now. I'm going to say it a fourth. They only had to go two hours down the 401. Everybody else had to go like four. Yep. Western's not afraid of the 401. They're not afraid to go to anywhere and play anybody because they know they're that good. But we'll get to our special teams player of the week now, or should I just say the special teams team of the week? Somebody, an individual had to. Someone get Someone has to
1: win it. it is we could have given it to McKinnon. all
0: of Toronto. We really could have given it to just the Toronto special teams unit.
1: But it is singular player of the week. Ethan McKinnon, nine punt returns, 159 yards, and a touchdown. On top of that, though, the Varsity Blues had two other special teams touchdowns, so kudos to them, kudos to Coach Marshall and the Blues for that. But Ethan McKinnon really kicked the game wide open when he housed that punt return. Uh, Really started the game strong for them. But there's our players of the week. Trey Ford, Deontay Knight.
0: Ethan McKinnon yeah good crew of guys all had big days and all three of their teams sneaking into the playoffs this year in the OUA let's go let's go through the OUA quickly like we're not going to say too too much about it because you guys got the Monday the Monday recap like we said so just some quick hitters here Last Connor's week. working
1: the devil's hours, by the way. That's why it was not on Sunday this week. Yeah. Connor.
0: <laughs> 5 p.m. to 1 a.m. turnaround, 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. the very next day. It was a, it was a quick turnaround. I was not ready to wake up and go back to work. But, <laughs> but, yes, OUA game. We got game. it. We got it done. We got it in. Ottawa with a 24-19 win over Carlton. Ben Merrickle and J.P. Simikinda. Finding some rhythm in that one. Great win for Ottawa. Mack with a 27-22 win over Guelph. Sealed by Jackson Cooling again.
1: Yeah, 70-yard big touchdown. Not on specials, but receiving this time from Andreas Duek. Battle of Waterloo 2.0. All Warriors. 36-8. Fourth quarter dominance by Trey Ford himself. Wow.
0: Yeah, big Big game. time game. Your alma mater And my varsity to blues,
1: 41-7 over York, locking up the second seed in the OUA East. York, another kick blocked. On top of that, they gave up a punt return and kick return for a touchdown. Toronto's offense didn't have to do too much. Adam Williams grinded away the clock, 94 yards on the ground. And finally, we mentioned it, Western 66-0 over the Windsor Lancers. So
0: that is it. There it is. Those were the OUA football games from the week. Like we said, big Monday episode on YouTube available to listen. But the playoff picture is set in the OUA. We'll run it through, but we'll talk about it on Thursday. So we're going to go in depth on these games on Thursday. We're not going to touch it too, too much right now, but Guelph is going to be playing at Laurier. My Ottawa Gigi's traveling to the sixth to take on... Your Varsity Blues, we are certainly going to be having our eyes and maybe something else on the line for that game. Waterloo has to dress up like Jim Harbaugh for a full episode. No, no, (laughs) no, no, no. Yes. (laughs) It wasn't his fault. That loss was not his fault. Still not happy about it. But Waterloo is going to have to travel and play Western. That's going to be a tough one. Carlton. Coming down the 401, taking a pit stop in Kingston to take on the undefeated Queens Gales. Again, we will have that preview, full preview, full recap coming on Thursday. But that's the playoff picture in the OUA. And if you do want to watch those games, which I highly recommend you do, or any other OUA sport, you can check it out on oua.tv for free. You just have to register. You just have to use your email, create a password, log in, bang. OUA games at the tip of your fingers. I got a
1: beef with this. We have three of the four conferences on Year TV, and for every single one, you have to make a new sign in and register. We signing in every weekend. Uh, somewhat, for some reason it just logs me out. But uh, in November, keep using CFL as your promo code to get your first order over one hundred dollars. Make sure you get free shipping on that. They offer brewery fresh beer delivered directly to your door. Visit their website at sawdustcitybeer.com to shop their wide variety of fall brews and to learn more.
0: And don't forget to get geared up for game day. Stay geared up for game day with Fox 40. They have products like the tri-layer whistle mask, the electronic whistle, the whistle gator, and gear for your coaches, coaching boards, whatever you may need. And on top of that all at fox40shop.com when you use CFP15 at checkout at fox40shop.com you will get 15% off your order so you need whistles you need coaching boards you just want some sweet gear head over to fox40shop.com we'll hook you up 15% off with with CFP15
1: Let's talk you sports here uh, I want to go and
0: start because there is just so many good games
1: I would like to talk about the Calgary dinos and more specifically the The Philpot brothers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes, please. This game, uh, 12 receptions, 326 yards and four touchdowns between the two of them. Are you kidding me? Like, hello, UBC. Did you miss the memo? In real talk, though, the Philpots are a special treat. And this is why the Calgary Dinos are still in the top 10. This is why they are still one of the favorites, one of the two favorites for the Can West and for the Hardy Cup and to represent their conference in the national semifinals because of the Philpots. These guys are so special. They have the speed to take anything to the house. I mean, one of them scored on a hook, the other one scored on an 80 yard ball, uh, 50 of them through the air from Josiah Joseph, by the way. So that was one heck of a throw by him, but these Philpots, I mean, you, you need to double cover both of them. And that's such a luxury to have, especially with a team as good at running the football as the Calgary dinos are. It is such a benefit to have these two guys where you could give them a flat route and just watch them house it from 60 yards.
0: You can't even do anything about that. Like You you just can't. They're just so athletic that, that once they have space, once they're in space, you're done. You're done. If you do not gang tackle, if you do not rally these guys, if you're not on them, as soon as they catch the ball, they're so quick twitch, they're so athletic that they're gone. Whether it's for 10 extra yards, 12 extra yards, or they're housing a hook route, like you said, which is absurd. So... I don't know. I just want to break down housing a hook route real quick because you spot up your back is to everything you're when you hook up, uh, you're facing your own end zone. You have to then turn around, not looking at who might be behind you, make a move and get to the end zone. Realistically, I, I, you should have one or two DBs on your back getting hammered.
1: Uh, I would not like to compare myself to the Potts, but I did also house a hook route in men's league. And I thought of, the philpot brothers the entire time i did it so i caught the ball and i i made a move right away i'm like oh my god it looked like one of the philpots oh oh my goodness
0: <laughs> Except they're no. running down the field in like they catch a, a hook and it takes them like five seconds to go 60 you and i okay. catch a hook it takes us like 10 to get down it took me five <laughs> seconds to go
1: 10 <laughs> yards so <laughs> no not that slow not that slow but no honestly like josiah joseph and the philpots like just have a day yeah uh, so They're nice, going to see. make a run backed off of this offense. And then you get uh, a Lucitian a or a bigs play from their secondary that kind of just gives them an extra drive. And that one extra drive might be all they need because they can score and put a game to bed just like that. Let's keep it in Can West, Saskatchewan.
0: Oh my. 41 to 12 over the Manitoba Bisons. Are we allowed? I, I'm going to, but are we allowed to sit here and just like tell everybody we told you so sit, Pat, we told you so. <sighs>
1: Seriously. I, like, I still did pick Calgary to, to come out of Can West after like week two. I can't remember
0: uh, if I did or not.
1: No, I, I think, think you went with Sask. You went with Sask, but I did say Sask is going to be there. I just have every faith in the world in the Philpot brothers and Molnar yeah. and JJ to get something done. Um, but, yeah, we said last week Saskatchewan is not going to stop rising through the top
0: ten, and surprise, here they are. Another statement win over a top ten team. Saskatchewan and Manitoba, 5-6 going into last week. Uh,
1: Saskatchewan should be number three. I'm sorry, Queens, but Sask, Sask should be number three.
0: They are on an absolute heater right now. We knew that when they kind of hit that bump in the road early in the season that that's all it was going to be. It was gonna be, oh, little bump in the road, maybe we'll take it in, take it into the shop, get a little bit of a tune up, and we're gonna come back flying.
1: Top 10 should look like this: Western, Sask, Montreal, Queens. I agree. I agree. I, I like that. And then fill in your bottom half. I I really could care.
0: <laughs> How, however you want it to fall, I mean, at that point. But yeah, no, that you know the,
1: Calgary is gonna be there. You know that. Guelph is going to be there. I mean, Laurier will probably still be there. X should be there, especially after that 46-0 win over SMU, and they ran all over the
0: park. Still, the only undefeated team in the AUS right now. We need to show X some love. We've done this weekly. We have shown the AUS some love weekly, but it is time again for the AUS Minute, where we're going to take a minute and just show some love because, yeah, X is undefeated right now. Another dominant win. And say what you will about AUS football, but they're executing on all levels. They're playing well on defense. They look fast on offense. So X deserves to be. I would say they're probably the seventh or eighth best team in the country right now. I'm confident. Yeah, I'd, I'd go. With,
1: I'd go with eight. I'd go with eight. Let's uh, let's go to the RSEC before we close out. McGill almost squeaked out a yeah. win over Montreal. The defense played lights out, two picks, four sacks, six TFLs. It was 11-9 going into the fourth and Montreal added a field goal to push it to 14-9. Yeah, you After mentioned... just stomping all over Laval, this is the Montreal team that people do not want to see having this much of a falter. Like This is why I still pick Laval. It's because you come out and have a game like this
0: and they ran through mcgill last time that they played it was a dominant is a trap win. game i like, don't know i don't already know beat it's...
1: mcgill you come off the high emotion stomping of laval and then you go to mcgill even though it's across the city and you have a stinker and you barely squeak it out
0: it yeah it could have been like maybe maybe montreal is just feeling themselves a little bit too much but that mcgill defense played well they pressured they pressured montreal all day long Four sacks, two INTs, you said it. I mean, when you're getting that type of pressure and you're forcing those types of turnovers, that's what leads you to wins. But unfortunately, in this situation, it's just, I don't want to say, like, I don't mean it as it is, but the old saying goes, good teams find a a way to win, bad teams find a way to lose. I think in this one, McGill just needed one more drive and they ran out of time. But, man, I mean, yeah, I I mean, it was 11-9 going into the fourth. McGill was playing... Fantastic football, but Montreal sneaks one out. And I guess that's why Montreal is one of these perennial teams. They just find a way to win when they need it. And on that,
1: we are headed to the postseason in the OUA. Can West still has another week to go. I believe some of the other conferences are starting to get plugged into the playoffs as well. Of course, St. FX is sitting on top in the AUS. Montreal has their vice grip on. The RSEC, but every, anything can happen come the postseason. We will come back on Thursday and talk about more of these matchups. And on top of that, you're going to get our gambling, our fantasy. Maybe you'll get a wager between Connor and I on uh, the Toronto Ottawa game. Oh, but, uh, you're 100% now,
0: getting a wager. I'm going, here's what's going to happen. And I'll do it fair, I swear, unbiasedly, I will do this fairly. But I am going to come up with a line, and we're going to lay some bets down. We're going to do some player props. We're going to make this one fun. But I'm going to make a line. I'm going to make some odds, and I'm going to make some player props, and we're going to see what happens.
1: Okay. Okay. We'll we'll see. There might be a Jim Harbaugh outfit on the line for Connor. Uh, Oh, man. That means khakis and amazing blue
0: uh, Michigan shirt. I'm not ready for it. We lost to Michigan it's just State. Khakis. It's just The khakis Ohio khakis State khakis. loss is coming up at the end of November. Oh, you just I mean, need to wear khakis pretty much. It's going to be another 365 days without a win against Ohio State. They're counting down the days
1: together until Thursday. So until then, for Connor and I, at Connor R. O'Neill, at Wade Zank, at CF Perspective, make sure you head over to Fox 40 and get geared up for game day. 15% off with code CFP15. The worldwide leader in Whistle Tech. They also have merch, coaching boards, and more. So head on over, fox40shop.com, CFP15.
0: And don't forget, stock your fridge. Make sure that you have something in the fridge. Nothing worse than when game day rolls around, you open the fridge, and bang, empty. Horrible, horrible feeling. You got to miss the four, You got to miss the first quarter because you're going out making a run. Why not just almost knocked over a table. Why not just have that already stocked? You can get it even delivered to you. Sawdust City Beer offering brewery fresh beer delivered directly to your door. Visit their website at sawdustcitybeer.com to shop their wide variety of brews and to learn more. This November, we're keeping it rolling. This November, use code CFL at checkout to get free shipping on your first order over $100. dollars must be legal drinking age available to Ontario residents only but that kills it for now for us we'll be back on Thursday with the fantasy the betting previews for the CFL as the playoff pictures roll into place and certainly the U Sports and OUA previews coming up as we roll into playoffs there as well man this might be the best time in Canadian football coming up and we are certainly excited for it